the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning, everyone. Peter Boyle's in for George Brockler. George back tomorrow, Tuesday morning, December the 26th. Nothing flatter than the day after Christmas, is there? Christmas come and gone, December 26th. A lot of snow in the city. Roads are rough, so take your time. 303 696 1971 at a 710 KNUS. You heard the weather, but the claim is it's going to be 44 for a high today. Let's see, 31 tonight, 47 Wednesday, and 49 on Thursday. Two topics. The, the front burner is the U.S. once again back in a war zone, back in a situation where now the attacks have begun and now the U.S. is retaliating. Where are we headed and what reason are we involved? Um, two aircraft carrier groups are there. A drone attack by Iran, uh, Iranian-affiliated, I should say, terrorist group on a military base in Iraq early on uh, Monday morning. Three service members were wounded, and that prompts Joe Biden to order retaliatory, uh, retaliatory attacks. Where are we headed? Once again, watching the senselessness of U.S. foreign policy vis-a-vis the military. The other one is banning books, and I was going to do this as a Saturday show, but um, I thought to myself it would be a better topic for this morning. Why? And the banned books, what has come your way out of it? Let me read a couple, then we'll go to the phones. Uh, Why are they wanting to ban books? Well, again, what do you recommend? So what are they recommending you read? I don't know. And turn around into a parking lot. Well, all right, so we begin. Let's go to Ralph. Ralph, good morning. Thank you for coming on the show, and uh, happy happy Tuesday. Yeah, happy Tuesday. Um, I think both of your topics are related, but it's a little difficult to, put, to make the connection. Three of the books that you said were being banned, All of the King's Men, 1984, yeah. and Homer Gantry. Okay, All of the King's Men is about Huey Long. Absolutely. Does that resemble someone in our politics today? Uh, Elmer Gantry is about someone who is, oh, very, very Christian. Uh, how shall I say? He sins on the side on the side repeatedly. 1984 is about centralizing authority and having wars that last forever uh, as Big Brother needs a war to support him in order to stay in power. You see the connection? Well, sure. I mean, but I don't. I don't think it's. Um, I think you're giving it meaning that it. I mean, it could have. Obviously, don't don't misunderstand me. But no, no. like I, I further went out and searched during the pause. Um, Brave New World, Catch Twenty Two, mm-hmm. Animal Farm. They're all appearing on these lists. Um, the sun also rises. Hemingway. A Farewell to Arms, Hemingway. 
and, and that's a very that's an anti-war novel. Um, Gone with the Wind. Again, being stuck by that with uh, Margaret Mitchell, it's pro the Confederacy. The Kesey books, um, Henry Miller. If you're a reader, and I, Henry Miller, I don't know how much of Henry Miller you can handle anybody, but um, the books are there. Rabbit Run, Updike's books. I I look at this stuff and I think to myself, why and and those books. Uh, to kill a to kill a mockingbird. Somebody just sent me a, a text on to kill a mockingbird. Why would someone, um, Ralph and Hours, respect your calls? Why would someone want those books banned? And then one of the one of the texters this morning said, "And replaced with what?" Which I don't have an answer for. Well, see, that's that's your texter's question is right on point for what I'm saying. Look, all those books encourage thinking. Yes. Go back. Go back to when we wrote the Constitution. Go back to the American Revolution. It was about the Enlightenment. What is the Enlightenment? Mm-hmm. Sure. Thinking. Yeah, the, well, the Enlightenment begins in Europe, but... Um, exactly. But we followed it. Oh, absolutely. And, and the question basically comes down to, okay, we have a government that is based on the Enlightenment, on people Alleg- allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not going to argue that yeah, with you, yeah, right. believe me. But allegedly, that is the theory of our government. It is a republic of people who mm-hmm. think for themselves. And to think for yourself, you have to go look at mm-hmm. the appendix to 1984 and George Orwell. Mm-hmm. Orwell is very explicit. You control people by controlling the meaning of words. Thus, the Ministry of uh, what was it, information? Mm-hmm. You control the meaning of a word. Therefore, a person can only think using whatever, if you limit that word, that word is within those limited channels. One if of, one of only, yeah, like, I was going to say, like calling somebody a rhino, which seems to be exactly. the operative word. Um, a rhino now means something that you, you, you do not believe Donald Trump won, and there's a couple other things that go with it, so then you automatically become a rhino. And words, well, you, and that's, I mean, it's really, anim, well, it's not so much Animal Farm as it is um, 1984. Exactly. And the thing about it is, think about this. Who would be a rhino today? I'll pick Ronald Reagan as oh, my of first course, example. Of course, he had Dwight Eisenhower. I'll give the example. Bingo. Sure. They're rhinos. Precisely. So, so now what we have is a group in the United States that's powerful, that is implementing the appendix 1984 mm-hmm. by controlling the meaning of words and also by controlling the books that we can read so that our thought will not stray no. No. from the... And, and, you got it. And, and the firemen. I don't know if you remember the fireman, uh, Bradbury's firemen. What was yeah? What was his job? His job was to burn books. Precisely. And um, because what you're burning is thought. Yeah, and you 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 can't allow for. I mean, it's the same thing. One of the uh, 1933 when the and it, again at places like Heidelberg University and mm-hmm. places like you know there's a spot in uh, in Berlin that's marked where the books were burned. 
and it's it's scary to see that. I, I'm, I'm but, but, go ahead. But Peter, look at where that comes from. Sure, I'm che- I'm check related. Well, before you burned only books, you burned people. Afterward, it's been said people that burn books will eventually burn people, but. Remember, they, well, they you, sing. But it, went, it, came to, it came burning people first. And, and I, will, I will note that the, what was it, the public executioner uh, of many cities burned a whole bunch of books during the counter-reformation. Well, but, the, you know, the library at Alexandria was burned. And um, you know, allegedly, again, great thought was lost. But burning, burning books... Or banning books is a step towards what? And it, to me, it was it was a it's a very frightening topic of book censorship. And and you would look at modern historians who would tell you that banning is one of the most permanent and effective methods of censorship. The challenge and that progresses until the books are no longer available to any student in school, library, or in a district. And in many cases, the books are banned and petition to be banned by parents mm-hmm. who are concerned about the material their children are reading. I'm not, I mean, in many of these books, and I started thinking about this, I was over the weekend and then prior been trying to set this up for, actually for the Saturday show, but I thought we'd spring it this morning. Um, and I've read many, 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 some of these books I've not, but I've read many of them. And how did they influence me and how did they influence you? Um, Tremendously. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think... But, but, go ahead. I was going to ask, did you ever try to read in over your head? Because when you attempt that, then you flop. But as long as you can understand it... I didn't, When I read Animal Farm for the first time, I didn't realize it's Orwell's critique of the Soviet Union. The snowball is Trotsky and all of the things that exactly. he was... I didn't know that meaning, but I just thought it was like this very powerful novel for. Uh, no, I'm serious for for like an eighth. No, no, what, and, I, what, I'm, what I'm what I'm laughing at is the side of the barn. Yeah. Two legs bad, four legs good. Yeah. Changes to two legs good. Yeah. But everybody. It's a question of meaning. Yeah. I mean, it's what, a question. What was it in the end? Do you can tell pig from man and man from pig? But exactly. But the Orwells. I mean, in Orwell, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Orwell fan. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and he, he himself was a Marxist. He himself had gone to Spain, and his father was uh, in the imperial government of Great Britain. And Orwell was a communist at one time of his life. But he makes enormous changes in, in himself. He, he goes to Spain to fight. And um, and he starts to see for what it is, and he I think he does 1984 first, which is just he wrote it in 1948, and what he believed mm-hmm. again was to flip the numbers, 1948 to 1984. But I remember reading Animal Farm, without realizing that it was a parody. Yeah, I can see that, but. You used a word there, banning. Hmm? And isn't rhino a means of banning some type of political oh, sh- thought? 
Well, rhinos, and, 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 and how screwed up the Republican Party is, and believe me, it's so... I'm, I mean, I it's, used to be one. Yeah, it's beyond, it's beyond screwed, but... Um, and they just jacket people they don't like and write letters against them. And it, it reminds me more of when the church is beginning the Renaissance, where mm-hmm. you, you just, you know, took people. Bingo. and Yeah, it, they're also the Re- Republican Party is, is purging right now. There's there's tests that uh, if you can't pass the, the, the test, then you can't, you have to be purged and you know, the Stalinist purges and everything. And I mean, purging, and it doesn't mean that you're killing people, although Stalin did, it just means you're getting rid of them, getting them getting them out of your party because they can't pass the purity test. It's fairly simple. It's been done many times before. Like I say, it's eliminating the enlightenment. Oh, sure, yeah. So... Oh, let me, let me add one, 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 one more. I'll let you, okay. you let me go. One more. You... I have read, and I've seen it only in one source, that um, Orwell, when he was fighting with the Republicans mm-hmm. as a communist in yeah. Catalonia, yep. that Stalin or somebody in the hierarchy ordered his execution, and there was a, um, how do I want to say it, someone from the old KGB mm-hmm. that almost assassinated Orwell. Before he got out of Spain, I never read that before. The the, the assassin, the, Trotsky's assassin, um, his assassin right. was related to the Spanish Civil War. It was one of the KGB guys that uh, began an affair, and it's I think it's that woman's daughter that or woman's son, not from the KGB guy, but it was in. And then he went to Mexico and murdered Trotsky with the ice pick. Ice axe, mm-hmm. but that spins out of the um, the Spanish Civil War as well as the death, the murder of Trotsky. But well, and, that's, uh, and that's where that's where it sort of purity spins to oh, execution oh, of your enemies. Oh. But he's also snowball. Trotsky yes. is snowball. Absolutely. And and an animal farm, yeah, and everything you can blame on why the farm doesn't work, you blame on snowball. And everything, Joe Stalin. No, no, I'm serious. I mean, when they would no, no, find, no, I'm, I'm, la- I'm laughing at yes. Yeah. And bring that forward to 2023, 20 well, 2024. Yeah. You scapegoat. Anyway. But yeah. you know that, and again, those trials took place, and they took place in in Soviet Union under. You know, it was the great fear, the purging, and I'm not saying this is Stalinist here, but it is also. A purging that's taking place that if you can't pass the purity test, the 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 litmus test of the Republican Party, that's controlled by a very actually when you think about it, it's a very small, uh, but a very vocal group that controls the Republican Party, and I think reasonable people just simply walk away <laughs> and say, no, I don't want anything to do with this, and. Maybe it returns, maybe it doesn't return, but to have the people that are calling the shots now, <laughs> you're thinking to yourself, wow. Peter, Peter, they're the vanguard of the plutocracy. Well, again, vanguard vanguard parties are, the Bolsheviks were vanguards. Um, they're, they're to be watched. 
But I'm telling I mean, I'm telling you, I watch this stuff and think how repetitive it is, the book censorship in our country. And then the other one is watching U.S. foreign policy. God, are we headed to a bad place? And I, I watch this yeah. stuff, and this could easily spring into something that th- these people have no idea what's headed their way. Okay, <laughs> underway. Thank you. 303 696 1971. They, the banning of books, Catch-22, Heller's book, is on the list. Uh, Animal Farm, we just mentioned, on the list. Brave New World, Huxley's book. The Sun Also Rises, Hemingway. A Farewell to Arms, Hemingway. I, I don't know why they would be banned. Um, they're, they're truthful. And, and the list really does go on. It's a pretty extensive list. And it, it's, it's intensified in the last two or three or four years. Uh, but if you, you know, banning is one of the most permanent and effective methods of censorship. And it begins with a challenge and progresses until the books are no longer available to any student in their school, library, or district. Same thing is true. Look, taking down statues, removing names, taking names off of buildings, taking statues down, removing things from, uh, from curriculum. And that squeezes from the other side. And the quality of education, I think most of us, you kind of self-educate yourself and when you, when, you, when you read and when you find yourself that way. But remember in 33, the, the members of the Hitler Youth regularly burned books that were written by Jews and liberals and, and left wing. It's kind of like a jump, jump across. So... 30, in 1933, those famous pictures of those young Germans, you know, hucking books onto the onto the fire. And historians will look at censorship, you know, back and see the church censor censor things principally. Um, you cannot speak against the king, you know, those kinds of things are censorship. When you see the books that are on the list and realize, hey, you read these, or <laughs> if you hadn't, you should have. Um, Catch-22, Heller's book. Uh, Their Eyes Were Watching God. I've not read the book. It's on the list. Invisible Man, I read. Song of Solomon, Toni Morrison, I've not read. is on the list. Um, let me see. It goes, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I mentioned that. And I spent time with Kesey. Richard Wright's Native Son. Margaret Mitchell, Gone with the Wind. For Whom the Bell Tolls. Ernest Hemingway, that's about the Spanish Civil War. Slaughterhouse-Five, Kurt Vonnegut, there. Um, I told you, I, I met Vonnegut. We sat and talked for quite a while. I, I'm a huge fan of Vonnegut. I don't know if I read everything he wrote, but I read a lot of it. The Call of the Wild, Jack London. Why? Um, James Baldwin, Go Tell It on the Mountain. I read that. All the King's Men, that was just mentioned. Robert Penn Warren, it's about Huey Long. Lord of the Rings, I've not read any of those. Billy's read all of them, which should say something. And have you read these? And what have they done to you? (laughs) I mean, that's the part that I worry about. The Jungle, Upton Sinclair, about the meatpacking business in Chicago. I remember reading that. He, He changed a lot. Lady Chatterley's Lover. I read it, but I only read it because everybody said you shouldn't be reading it, so that's when I went and read it. 
Anthony Burgess's book, A Clockwork Orange, uh, The Awakening. I've not read that, but I read A Clockwork Orange. In, in Cold Blood, Truman Capote's book. Read that more than once. And it's, why? 303-696-1971. will be the high. And the other topic this morning is watching U.S. foreign policy. We're walking into something, and this is hardly a wartime leader, Joe Biden. I don't know what's pressuring Joe to do these things, but when I tell you this is not going to be end up in the right place, why? What, what has Joe Biden not learned? I, I'm just amazed, and we're, we're watching the United States of America tripwire itself into something, and it's, it's, it's no way out. You find yourself in a similar situation. The drone attacks have continued, and why? You know, they say, well, these young American soldiers, and I watched some congressperson on Fox News early this morning, we have to do more. We have to go back and get more of the, these terrorists and kill them. But you have to ask yourself, why are those three young GIs there? For what purpose are they there? Well, you didn't learn enough about Saddam and Bush and Cheney. You didn't learn enough about Afghanistan with Bush. And better yet, you didn't learn enough about Afghanistan after the Soviet Union was there. And I look at these people and I think you have learned nothing. But are you doing this for the war machine? Is it something that that just needs to be done and to keep this country in a state of war. How long, you know, how old are you and how many wars has this country been involved in compared to your age? All right, 44 will be the high. Snow in the city, roads are tough. 47 Wednesday, your turn, 303-696-1971. morning, everyone. Peter Boyle's in for George Brockler. will be back tomorrow. It is a Tuesday, unexpected snowstorm in the city. Take your time. It's going to be uh, tough going this morning. Snow in the city, December 26th, day after Christmas, 710 KNUS. Thank you for being here. 44 the high and 47 on Wednesday. Quick reading, and then we'll go to the phones. Book banning is a Marxist movement in this country to change our culture similar to destroying the four olds. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, Billy say, well, I mean, if you go back historically, totalitarians do it, including the church uh, banning books and the Nazis who are not communists banning books. So you can go back to totalitarians, uh, one to control thought. Uh, Back to the phones we go. We go to Sarah. Sarah, Thank you for calling the show, and good morning. Good morning. Um, I don't believe in banning books either, but I was wondering, um, have you read The White Pill by Michael Malice? I have not. I would highly, highly recommend it, and I would recommend this book as a must-read for um, high school students. What's it? it? Give me the book. It's in, yeah. it's, it's in reference to the Russian Revolution, and um, why, if it's, a, if it's a Russian Revolution, why'd they dub it the White Pill? 
Well, the white pill, I'm just halfway through it. Oh, it's so gut-wrenching that I've, I have to put it down for a oh, while yeah. and then get back to it. But I think the white pill is a pill of hope. Huh. And and it it talks about the revolution, goes mainly in with Stalin, and how the uh, West newspapers justify all this bloodshed and all this starvation. And it, like I said, it's very gut-wrenching, but it's, I think it re- should be required reading for high school students, just like the, um, the wild swans or the white mm-hmm. swans. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It was three generations of Chinese women all the way through the Mayo Revolution. Mm-hmm. And again, gut-wrenching, very informative, not a difficult read because the writing is excellent. Mm-hmm. It just flows. But the knowledge that it brings out and then the comparison of how our our newspapers just justify Well, there everything. were some, some papers that did and some papers that did not. And and if you if you remember in at the time of the Bolsheviks, the the Bolshevik Revolution. Mm-hmm. That's how. Uh, that's where it starts. That's where but, this book starts. Mm-hmm. But you know that was, you know, the, obviously the Imperial German staff did what they did with with Lenin. But um, the United States actually, there's a military graveyard. I'm sure in people know inside of Soviet Union. Um, everybody was trying to force into the American. Excuse me, into the into the Civil War, the whites versus the reds. But there and there were um newspapers that supported it, but there were other newspapers that talked openly and remember they were not recognized at Versailles and there, there was a lot of I mean eh, you know, to say right. to say that American newspapers well, not that's all. Why I, not all. That's right, but that's why I found it very interesting, and that's why I highly recommend it for all to read. Um, and and then they take quotes out of Ayn Rand, where she mm-hmm. says, "It is almost impossible to convey to a free people what it is like to live in a totalitarian oh, yeah. dictatorship." And, and, and she's because on the... she was called for, to, to testify, and mm-hmm. the the Congress here, you know, the the people that were. Judging, they said, "How can you be so negative about Russia? We know lots of Russian people, and they're very jovial, and they're very this, and they're very that." And that's when she says, "It's almost impossible yeah. to convey unless you live there." And then they it goes through some of the anarchists here in America mm-hmm. who were not citizens, and they take them over back to Russia, and they kiss the ground of Russian soil. But then they come to find out they, what it truly, truly is yeah, like, it was and called, then they leave. It was called oh. it was called the Red Ark, and uh-huh. um, it was one of the first times you see J. Edgar Hoover, and they rounded up. Um, uh, let's see who went. Uh, a, a, a lot of far left Americans. Uh, Emma Goldman was put on the Red Ark. Um, Correct. Others. I think she was one of the people that were. Um, mm-hmm sent back yeah and, and then they talk they they um have her voice in this book oh, also sure. sure so i i would highly recommend it all right and let me add, called I, the white I, pill yeah let me sidebar you for a second and, mm-hmm. and on this seemingly endless um list of books that are now challenged in or banned in this country many of them are are, are, are modern classics not 
the classics in the sense of the classics, but modern classics, mm-hmm. uh, Brave New World and Animal Farm. And, and yes, and they even have a voice of George Orwell in this book. <laughs> oh, and they do. Sure, or, or, Orwell was very important then, so it's, it's important now. So correct. When, when but you, he started out as a real leftist, also. Oh yeah, sure. He went to went to Spain to fight. Yes, and that's where he, yes. His mind yes. was changed. He was he was wounded in his eye in Spain. I'm an Orwell geek, but um, mm-hmm. and he no, he changes his mind and. And become right. and and becomes the critic, but come full circle. Did any any of these books? I mean, I don't know why people fear them. Can you give me? And I'm not trying to make it. I mean, if you why why would you be afraid of Animal Farm or Brave New World or uh, Catch Twenty um, Two? Why would anyone fear them? Because it tells you like it is. It makes you think. And in, in when you're trying to pass a certain revolution or, or ideology, you can't have books like this around. You can't, because then you cause people to think. And then they see things that um, they weren't supposed to see. It's, it's almost like a mind control. Um, it also states that even in World War II, in, in the camps, you could almost make that glorified by by talking about and creating love stories mm-hmm. that well, were in the camps. So part, part, maybe it wasn't so bad. Yeah. So that's you know that's the thought, and I think it's all it, there's a reason for it. And I oh, don't sure. think it's a positive reason. Oh sure. In the second, well, blending. you you can see things. There was yeah. a series of films made entitled "Why We Fight," and they were. They were made in Hollywood. They were made with by some of the most brilliant uh, American directors, and they 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 were really they did a lot of uh, pro-Soviet stuff. North Stars, one of those films, and mm-hmm. and and the reason. Oh yes, the media here. Oh yes, definitely. But, but the reason was, and it was all approved by uh, by numbers of people, because the Soviet Union was taking the blunt of the war in Europe. I mean, the Nazis fought the Soviets. And and so right. the United States, I mean, it was even guys like Winston Churchill who were really anti-communist, and he knew that he ha- they had to kiss Joe's derriere because they, they wanted him in the war because at one time um, Stalin was losing 10,000 soldiers a day. Imagine right. that, and yeah. but they took on the blunt of the Nazis. As, right, and, the, and that's why they needed it, of course. Well, of course, but, they, that's but why. that's like the, the useful idiots, and so then right. afterwards, when they don't need them, but then, but then, if you still want to maintain that communism, let's say, or socialism, um, is the best form of okay. government, and government is the best form for mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. then then you'll start ban you you ban books. Well, but, because but book, you can't have people think. <laughs> but but it's interesting that when the history of it is, you know, of, of banning books, there's all kinds of different organizations and or outfits, political movements that ban books. The, the, the Catholic Church is a great banner of books. Uh, the Nazis banned books, as you point out. The Soviets banned books. But now we're in this moment in this country where banning is taking place or political pressure is taking place like a vice from the left side and from the right side. And it doesn't, neither neither of those 
end up in a in a in a good place and correct and uh, that's why you can't oh, ban books so that that's people right. can start thinking and comparing and seeing with their own eyes it just i think you have to know your source where you're getting your information well, from also many many places i mean i i geared up for a couple of days to do this show and not i was going to do it on believe it or not on saturday on my book bunning but it's better to do it today but I, I'm, I'm a fan of Catch-22, Joseph Heller's novel. And um, mm-hmm. wh- why, why would that be on the list? And um, Do you have any ideas on why? I'm... Well, it's, it's, it, first of all, it's, it's an anti-war book. Right. And I think that's, that's the whole crux of it. Mm-hmm. Don't, um, you know, just even for the Catholic Church, they don't they well, there's want Catholic, people it isn't to the, leave. It, it isn't the Catholic Church that's after... Uh, Catch twenty two. Right, right. It's no, a it's a school and it's a school board. It's a school board that's after it. Exactly, and then the school board. If you, uh, I sometimes see where uh, parents will bring books that that they will uh, that the school board is recommending for certain mm-hmm. even elementary schools, and they can't even get. And they're I think they're horrible. Personally, I don't care for them, and uh, they have to stop the parent in the middle of of a paragraph oh, because sure. it's so, you know, so. And, and I, that's not literature. That's not learning. That's no. indoctrination. I would imagine. But, but when you watch Cornell University or watch the Ivy League schools, and my comparison is Heidelberg University in 1933 and 34 and 35. Where, where you know that's where you know the banning took place, and uh, where the where the horribleness that really gets its traction in the Nazis comes out of Heidelberg and places like Heidelberg, and if you look at what's happening, particularly in Ivy League schools, and you wonder what is it that they're thinking, what is it that they're that and and they don't aren't they smart enough to see themselves. Historically, no, they're too young. They have no. Um, well, but someone should. Yeah, but you know, someone we, should. <laughs> yeah, you can. That's you can. why this white pill and and the and still Animal Farm in yeah. 1984 yeah. and everything should be required reading. Still, oh, I, I'm, I haven't kept up. You know what is required reading in high school today? But um, I sure hope there's some yeah, good no, literature. I've been reading it. I mean, I've been a couple of days and I made my list of things. Just printed it off of. The reasons for censorship. You're a wonderful call. Really appreciate it. Thank, well, thank you. you. You're welcome. You be safe. Uh, Bill, too. where do we stand here? We uh, we got a break. Folks on the phones, please stay there. 303-696-1971. Two topics this morning. Banning books. Have you read banned books? And how did they affect you? And then watching uh, watching Joe Biden, are we headed into yet another war, in a full-scale war with Why? The, the war machine. What is happening? 303-696-1971. There's snow in the city. Be careful. 710 KNUS Denver's talk station. Morning, everybody. I'm Peter Boyles in for George Brockler. He's back tomorrow. I'm here Saturday as well. It's the day after Christmas, December 26th. Snow is in the city. Take your time this morning. 710 KNUS. Claim They claim 44 to be a high. We'll see what happens. 31 tonight, 47 on Wednesday. Uh, two topics. The one that's really picking up is book banning. 
And uh, do you think, and this is one of the questions I said to Billy, we're talking during the pause, uh, do book or how do book bans impact students or do they? Uh, back to the phones, we go to Brian. Brian, you're on a radio show. Good morning and thank you. Hey, good morning, Pete. Hope you had a good, uh, good I Christmas. really did. Really had a great, thank you. That's great. Um, you know, this this whole book banning thing, it's, it's just uh, another step in, you know, controlling people. And, you know, I mean, these are the same people that will allow, you know, pornographic can't read Brave New World, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and it kind of I did my senior thesis on 1984. And that's back in the day where, you know, you had to actually read the book and you actually had to do research and note sites and all that stuff. And I really broke that book down. And it, it's scary how we're, we're, we're going there. And, and not, I'm not one of those where, you know, we're going to, we're going to be there, but with the whole social media control and the whole, uh, you know, the government getting involved in, in stuff like this and school boards banning books, it, it's, it's eerily similar to stuff like that. And uh, we, you know, we pulled our kids out of public school a, a couple years ago uh, during COVID and, and, you know, one of the kids wanted to be a cat and the school's okay with them being a cat. And just, yeah. you know, we, we, it was just insanity. So we, we pulled them out, and now my son's actually reading uh, Animal Farm. Yeah. Um, and, and they're learning about communism. And it's, and it's just, why don't they want us to read about these forms of government? But it isn't just Animal Farm, although that's frightening to me because, as I said, I, I think I read it for the first time without realizing what Orwell was writing about. It was a parody of the Soviet Union. I read it as a novel and was intrigued by all of it. I didn't put it together until much later. Who was who were mentioning, you know, Trotsky's snowball and everything that goes with, you know, the, 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 the horse's name was, I forget the horse's name, but he's the Kulaks. He's, um, he's, he, he's Ukrainian. He is... They just take him out finally after all his hard work and just get rid of him, put him, he actually goes to the um, the slaughterhouse. And, you know, you know this stuff, Brave New World, Huxley's book. I mean, these books affected me. And so I'm thinking, why why doesn't somebody want some, some other kid to read Catch-22 by Joseph Heller? What would the point be? Brian? Well, I, I, again, I think it's to control what we, what we're able to, to think for ourselves and to read these books. When, cause, but who is you know, ban- who's these- banning Huxley? I mean, the Huxley is being banned by conservative right, and then there's a liberal left, progressive left. I mean, I see this as a vice that's being tightened up from both sides. Yeah, I think both. I, I think both sides are are trying to do this. No, indeed, um, they are. To- trying to control it, it's kind of like hard the hard right rel, re, religious factor too you know they, they, they don't they're just as bad as the left the left wingers that want to ban all this stuff people we got to stand up against You're it well, well we got to be able to think for ourselves i we got really to do we're gonna turn the corner thank you very all good right, call thanks, a lot of good calls hang on everyone your calls are next it's a tuesday i'm peter boyles december the 26th brockler's back tomorrow
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.